0: Hey, is it Saturday yet? Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> A podcast presented by Student Union Sports. All right,
1: everybody. Welcome into another edition of Is It Saturday Yet? Uh This is your boy, Big Hoppa, bringing you in. We have Luke Owens right here next to me. And in the third box of this Zoom call is somebody uh, who's very special to me. He's referenced as Joey Bombs, you've heard, uh, when he's throwing the ball. That is the ninth in the country in passing yards, tied for third in the country in passing touchdowns, second team Sun Belt quarterback, of the Appalachian State Mountaineers, Joey Aguilar. Joey, welcome to Is It Saturday Yet. It is an absolute pleasure to have you on. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? I appreciate you guys having me on here. Well, we appreciate you giving us uh, your time. I guess first for me as a huge fan, uh, like I mentioned, top 10 in the in the fun passing stats in the country. And then you look at its second team all Sunbelt. Uh I feel personally pretty snubbed there. Um, feel like maybe the voters didn't give you the uh numbers credit. Uh is that is that something you're worried about or is that are you you're more of a team guy?
2: Nah, no, nah, I didn't really care about that stuff. I mean, like, especially when I like brought the records, everybody was like, Oh oh my God, Joey did this, this and that. But I didn't even realize where I was at on the record sheet. I was just trying to play, to be honest. Absolutely. I mean, Joey Bombs. I mean, that's the nickname
1: I've given you. I'm I'm the guy on the podcast who likes to give nicknames. I mean, how do we feel about Joey Bombs? Like, I tried to make a little mock-up uh a couple days ago of like some good NIL stuff we could get out of you. How do we feel about Joey Bombs as a nickname? Joey Bombs is cool. All right. Absolutely. It's cool. It's cooler than he likes it. All right, let's write that down and get that going. <laughs> uh I'll start uh, I'll start hand pressing the merch
0: uh as we speak here joey i'm sorry that you were just ambushed by hop he is a app state fan in wisconsin which doesn't really exist outside of this podcast um but that did happen but i do want to talk about your like location type of thing so you went from community college california to app state kind of walk me through that were there offers out of high school or was it like i have to go prove myself at a juco then get an offer
2: what was your kind of journey like uh from high, high school to app state yeah i mean coming out of high school i was a uh... I had, like, really good stats, and I was, like, one of the top two uh, quarterbacks in my area, but I didn't have no walk-ons or no uh, scholarships coming out of high school, and didn't really want to walk on somewhere anyway, so I just decided to go JUCO. My Actually, I went to San Francisco Community College in, obviously, San Francisco, and I was there for a year, but uh, I was taking BART, and BART is, like, if you are from the Bay Area, BART is something, like you don't really want to take for real it because it's packed, a whole bunch of like crackheads and stuff on the, on BART. So like, and it was, it's kind of expensive, especially I was going on one end of BART to the end. So, I mean, I started like me and my friends, like we just couldn't pay for it. So we started like hopping BART and stuff like that, trying to get to school and practice getting caught by the, like the BART police and stuff like that. So it was kind of, it was a hassle. So I started, I ended up transferring to DVC where, uh, obviously it was like super closer for me and uh COVID happened, so I didn't really get a year after that so I'm out from like two playing two years of football already and then uh just got my body bigger and my coach Drew Anderson he uh he played at my D- at my uh college went to D1 and then ended up playing for the Arizona Cardinals for like a year or two so he came back became my offensive coordinator and then I just went under his wing, won a lot from him. And then I just played two years at Juco. And then recruiting went fast after that second season and I ended up here.
0: Now I saw on your 247 page, I want you to verify this, that you had a visit at Arizona State. Is that true?
2: Yeah, I did. I
0: did. Now, I feel like if you visit Arizona State, a lot of times you don't leave, but you ended up leaving going to App State. But how was that visit to Arizona State?
2: Uh, It was good. I mean, Arizona State is a beautiful place and I got family up there, but just decided it wasn't the right place for me. So
0: yeah, probably like a good weekend spot. Maybe not like, (laughs) Hey, I want to focus on ball all the time spot.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, So, so you go from the desert, obviously
1: out in Cali and then Arizona State, what brought you to the mountains? What, uh, especially, uh, for those that don't know, Sean Clark, the head coach, uh, out at app state, uh, you know, obviously App has had a lot of good running backs the last few years. Needed a guy after Chase Bryce left. Um, and obviously between Berger and yourself, you step in uh, this year. What what brought you to the mountains, especially with Clark, who's got the uh, the
2: old lineman kind of uh, run the ball uh, thoughts in the head? Yeah, I mean, uh, when I was making my decision, I kind of wanted to be somewhere where I couldn't go all the time. Like Arizona State, I got family up there. I, I go there every once in a while, so... I just wanted to be somewhere like out of my comfort zone and just like experience something new but also the environment and like the culture and like the uh like winning mentality the program had and and really really like secured my my spot for choosing the mountains i mean when i first come up here it was sketchy because on my visit it was super foggy pouring rain i'm like yo we're, we going up a mountain, like, it, you can't even see the turns and stuff like that. I'm like, nah, this is crazy. I don't, I don't know about this. And then I just decided uh once, once I finally got here, met the guys, the coaches, and, like, talked about, like, the program and stuff like that, I mean, really solidified my spot for it.
1: Well, let me tell you, it is a blessing because, like I said, I mean, top 10 in the country in passing yards and obviously tied with Michael Penix with 33 passing touchdowns. Penix, who obviously... Uh, people just saw uh, in the Heisman voting. um talk to me about uh, talk to me about right you're you're behind Ryan Berger to start the year. um and then you get a chance in that first game against Gardner Webb and you sling four touchdowns. is that is that like the best feeling in the world? Just straight up slinging it. I oh I, I believe the numbers are eleven for 13 with four touchdowns for so for four throws to be touchdowns is pretty sick. What, what's it like there when you get to cha- get the chance
2: to step into that role the first game of the year? Uh, I mean, it was cool. I mean, I'm not really, like, no, like, super energetic type of person, so I'm very really, like, laid back, chill. But, I mean, I, I've been in that situation before where I wasn't the starter in my first year Juco. I wasn't the starter. Came in halfway through the season kind of in the sa- same scenario and then just ended up winning the starting spot after that. So, I mean, when Berger went down, I just went in and just – Did what I had to do, but I was really more excited for my family because my family, my whole family was there. So just knowing, like, they're having like a great time here, it was just, it was just fun. Like in that that aspect, I wasn't really like focused on like, oh, I got four tugs right now. Like I was like, I threw a tug. I know my family out there, hella happy. Joe, I
0: don't know if you ever thought about this before, but I was thinking about your story from community college in California. First of all, high school, no offers. You have to go to community college. You're a bigger guy, good arm, can use the legs. Uh, You get, you know, not a ton of offers. You go to a school that's, uh, you know, yellow and black. I'm thinking of a guy that went to a school, yellow and brown. Your story reminds me a lot of Josh Allen. Like, I can't lie. Like, seeing your (laughs) journey, have you ever thought about that, how you've kind of had a a, a
2: similar progression as him? Yeah, definitely, because – I mean, he had pretty much the same thing I had, but we also, it, it was crazy because we play his, uh, at my Juco, we play his, the Juco he went to. That's crazy. Oh. And yeah. then you guys obviously played Wyoming this year too, out Laramie. Yeah, yeah, we did. That's crazy. And we lost though, but.
1: Yeah, you know. I know. I don't
2: want to talk about it, which is kind of yeah. crazy for like a fan of the team to say. It's crazy. We play his Juco and, and we play Aaron Rodgers' Juco too. The Yeah. There you go. How did how did uh, how did Butte look like twenty years later? Uh, they're really good still. There's a whole bunch of big guys that just pound a rock. Honestly, that's hard to stop when they're good at it.
1: <laughs> so, uh, I I mentioned the Sean uh, Clark thing earlier with being a running back. I mean, did, or with being an offensive line coach and lo- lo- loving to run the ball. Um, as a, the quarterback. Is it nice to be able to lean on the run game? A guy like Nate Noel, who's now in the transfer portal, unfortunately, but um, is it nice to be able to lean on that when you guys can and have it working? Or are you the kind of guy that you just want, give me 50 throws a game and let's air
2: this thing out? No, nah, I mean, I'm a, to get the run game going, you got to pass. To get the pass game going, you got to run. So whatever's working, I, I mean, I don't really care if it's passing or if it's running. Whatever's working, we're just going to feed whatever's working.
0: You know, I, I love like- that. How can I just mention the the transfer portal and just how crazy it is with, you know, right when it opens is like every quarterback in the nation seems to be in the portal. Like, how do you kind of see that? And I see like you've been retweeting like some of your old teammates clips and like hyping them up and stuff. So it seems like as a teammate, you kind of seem to understand when guys leave. But what's it like kind of being in that environment where it's like, you know, a guy's your teammate one day, the portal opens and, you know, some guys are gone. You see guys around the country leaving. Like as a player, what's kind of your opinion of how the portal goes? I mean
2: the portal I mean it's just it's a place for somebody to land I mean God got a, a journey for everybody and everybody's journey is not the same so I mean if one place isn't right for them that's what the portals is for to hopefully they find the right place for them so to me I mean I'm not I don't really like this on the portal because everybody uses it for different reasons and some may be good reasons some may be bad reasons but at the end of the day people are just trying to find the right place for them. Is it, uh, I,
1: like Luke said, I mean, I've seen a bunch of stuff, a bunch of uh, tape from guys uh, putting out their transfer portal stuff. Um, is this something you're talking about? Because, like, obviously you staying, and I think the number was, like, 106 quarterbacks uh, were in the transfer portal um, from Division One F- FBS. Um, is it something where you guys are, like, you're kind of, like, looking at maybe some receivers or that kind of stuff that you either have known or, or know are in the portal? Where you guys are, you're with the coaches like, hey, maybe we should tra- try to
2: bring this guy in, send him a DM. Yeah, I definitely got a couple guys in a portal that I've been trying to, that I played with at Juco that are now at D1 or guys that were already D1 while I was at Juco that's in a portal. So definitely be trying to put them on, but it just depends what we need on us. I mean, if we, de- we already got a deep receiver room, so I can't really, or if we don't really need them, stuff like that. So it's just whatever we, we need, we try to like, if I got him, I try to just put them on or something like that. So that's awesome.
0: Obviously the big game for you guys this year was, you know, James Madison undefeated college game days there. And you guys go down there, you throw the game winning tutty and really, really crush their dreams. They were trying to go undefeated. They were mad at the NCAA at the time. I mean, how sweet was it to go there and with, with all that hype, with all the atmosphere to, to crush their dreams. How, how awesome was that?
2: It was cool. I mean, it was cool. It was college game day. I mean, that's a big stage. I mean, coming from JUCO, you playing on college game day the year after, so that that was awesome. I mean, I had like all my JUCO coaches text me, so like it, it was cool. And then finally, like just winning the game, and I I, I ran over to their sideline because like where we was warming up on their sideline, there was a dude over there saying like I was ash and stuff like that. So that was a it was crazy because we scored on the side that he was at too. So that was the first person I went to go see and, Like trying to hear what he got to say after the game, it, That's it was so
1: awesome.
2: It was fun, uh, in the locker room, everybody cheering and stuff like that. It was, it was, it was a great time. That's kind of like the uh, the Travis
0: Hunter. Was it Travis Hunter early in the year where the, the kid in the student section was trash talking and he catches a touchdown right, right in their face right after? I like that. I like that trash talk right after. Uh, yeah, I mean, what was the what was the locker room like after the game? Because, right, like, get
1: guys like Nate Wells, you know, there's a, a plenty of returning guys from that team last year because James Madison beat us when we were on uh, <laughs> on game day last year. So was there, like, a sweet bit of revenge for a coach, which is some of the guys that were there previous
2: uh, last year? Yeah, they're, they're, it was very emotional. I mean, a lot of players last season were, like, cheering up with joy and stuff like that after the game, but, once they got that cheers out on the field, everybody ran to the locker room, and then it was just a whole bunch of fun, screaming and dancing in the locker room after that. Do you have a go-to dance? Like, uh, are you hitting the Dougie or something like that? Uh, nah, I hit the Smitty's, this little Bay Area dance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dropping the Dougie in 2023 is crazy, but also on brand. Uh, it was kind of a huge story throughout the NCAA, and you know, being in the Sun Belt, what was your opinion on kind of you know, James Madison coming to the NCA uh, FBS level, not allowed to compete in the conference championship, not allowed to compete in a bowl game originally. Now they're in, but was that like something that crossed your guys' radar? I'd be like, oh man, that is kind of unfair. We like, nah, we we don't like
2: James Madison, so screw him. Nah, we didn't really care. Honestly, we just trying to focus on our season. So yeah,
0: that like that's that. fair. That's fair. Listen, I'm not, I'm not gonna point his fingers. We have a third guy on the podcast. Uh, he's not here tonight, studying for finals week, but he's. He's a big James Madison guy, and he said, "Oh, App State didn't even deserve to be in the Sun Belt Championship." Again, not what I said, but our guy Andrew Diaz did say that.
2: Yeah, it is what it is. Everybody got their own opinion. It's fine. We got haters. We don't need. We don't
0: need to do
1: <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, listen uh, to that, Andrew Diaz. You're a hater. Um. So I, I gotta ask too, because obviously you mentioned your journey is crazy, and you wanted to be somewhere maybe not so close. But um, I always wonder when, uh, especially now, like you have just the ease of being able to transfer. How much did uh, last year's games, like games being on ESPN, like the North Carolina game last year, and then obviously beating A&M, did any of that uh, like go into your decision to app at all, or was it just for
2: you kind of those things, like you said, like just a new opportunity in a different place? Nah, honestly, uh, I didn't really know. I didn't know much or almost nothing about app until they started recruiting me. So I didn't really... Know anything about last season other than like Texas and Nan game and and stuff like that? But when I was recruiting them, or when they were recruiting me, it was like a week, and they were recruiting me, and then like the second week, I ended up like committing after I visited and stuff like that. So I didn't really know much about like any of the teams that honestly on this side on this side of the world, you'd say <laughs> <laughs> on the
1: side of the U.S. Okay, so because I mean app. App's uh, quarterback history um, for, you know, the the team, obviously it's not a Michigan program that's had, you know, 100 plus years of college football. But between uh, a guy who got honored this year, you know, Armante Edwards, um, guys like uh, Zach Taylor, Taylor Lamb, that kind of stuff. Have any of those guys been around? Because I think actually, uh, I think it's Zach uh, is like the Gardner Web OC or head coach. Um, so you, you guys would have played him this year, but have any of those guys reached out to you at all, like between Armonte or talked to you about any of the any like stuff in general, quarterback play, whatever?
2: Nah, not really. I mean, Armonte he'd be up at the facility every like once in a while earlier in the season. So he's not a man of many words. So I mean, just like when he says something, it's like just like what's up or like how you doing and stuff like that. But really, the only one that's kind of been around the most was Chase Bryce.
1: Okay. I like that. He's uh he's he's been up in the CFL. Has he told you anything about that?
2: Nah, not really. We just come like just have regular conversations when we see each other. All right,
1: I like I like
0: that. I I recently got into the CFL, so I had to ask the uh, UNC game this year. I, I just feel like every time App State plays UNC, and now it's just like crazy stuff happens. I know you guys ended up losing it, but like, was that kind of one of the the crazier games you've been involved in? I just I don't know. It just feels like every time you guys get together, just
2: nonsense happens. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that that was a crazy game. I mean, mean, UNC is a really good program, so taking on to the last play literally of the game and double overtime, it it was a fun experience. I mean, definitely learned some stuff from that game, but took some good stuff away from it too as well. So can't really say no much about that, but it was just... I saw you guys go at Clemson next year too. That's kind of fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun.
1: That might be, that might be a game we have to go to, especially with, uh, with our boy staying in app, slinging around the pill a little.
0: Yeah, it yeah, could yeah. be, that could be our, our trip. Uh, I saw, so this was interesting. So I saw on your Instagram, obviously you won the, uh, the Sunbelt, uh, newcomer of the year award. I thought it was cool that your, your tattoo artist was hyping up on his story. Like, is, are you guys close? Like, that was funny to see him be like, Hey, I did his half sleeve and now he's winning the Sunbelt conference newcomer of the year.
2: Yeah, his uh, his wife works with my mom, so like my mom and his wife are, are cool. So, they be having little barbecues and stuff like that. So I'll be over there at their house every once in a while, chopping up with him. Or like I'll text each other on Instagram and stuff like that. But yeah, he's he's cool. He's cool. How many how many tests do you have? I just got two. I just got one on my ribs, and then that that one on my arm.
0: And then I also I also saw on the Instagram uh, you know, you repping Mexico, Puerto Rico. Which I thought was really cool. So, I what does your heritage mean to you?
2: I thought that was cool to see. Yeah, I'm a mom's Puerto Rican and my dad's Mexican. So, you don't really see too much expanded quarterbacks out there. So, it just put it on for the culture of, of playing. I mean, you know, Hispanics playing quarterback, leading teams, stuff like that. So, I just thought it was really cool to throw that in my shirt because everybody knows me as you know Joey Aglor, kid from California, who plays quarterback, but I also think it's important to throw my nationality out there and stuff like that.
1: That's awesome, man. Well, Luke, do we want to get to the fun questions? We've been grilling them about ball for how long now?
0: Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So we always ask our our guys that come on here. Uh, a lot of quarterbacks, actually, we've had on. We had Avion Smith from Miami. We had Curtis Rourke from Ohio. We had Cole Snyder from Buffalo. Uh, they're all in the portal now. So we kind of, I don't know if we <laughs> curse them or help them, but... Avion Smith won his conference title. You made your conference title game. I think we're a good luck charm. Um, oh wait, wait, wait! Can we can we actually ask about that? I mean, we're getting ready for the bowl game. Uh, Avion, yeah, haven't
1: seen a decision on if he's playing in the bowl game yet. Um, but uh, you guys have Miami coming up. I know the defense is pretty good. What are we What are we looking at against them? The avocado,
2: uh, avocados from Mexico, cure bowl, right? Yeah, I mean. They got a really good defense, so they try to keep everybody in the box and force us to pass. So we just want to get the ball in the perimeter to our guys, make them make plays, and just let the rest happen from there. So our first, uh, our first question that we'll ask you is:
0: so pregame, game day, you wake up, what's in the headphones, and what's what's going in the stomach before the game? Is it going to be a light meal? Is it same thing every time? Is it whatever the team has? Uh, but what's kind of your your game day ritual?
2: Uh, so i wake up, uh, I'll read my Bible a little bit for like 20 minutes, 25 minutes. And then uh, depending where we're at, if it's a home game, I'll do that. Go grab some 7 brew, grab a little coffee, go to the facility, grab a, a little Chick- Chick-fil-A breakfast burrito. And then like we have and stuff like that. But that's all I eat if it's a home game. I just got a little coffee, a little, little breakfast burrito, and then we got like team meal before the game like a team uh lunch but I don't eat during the lunch and then uh headphone wise I just listen to to like depending I mean if we're on the walk on the walk there to the to the team meal I listen to like country or like raw way and then on the way back to the field like before game I'm listening to more like my EBKJ but like dudes from like back home and stuff like that Lil Dirk NBA young boy uh Mozzie yada all of them nice and right right before the game starts when it's like we got like 10 minutes left before we gotta head outside i have one song on replay it's called a uh, free yada free yada by mozzie i got that song on replay for like 10 minutes i just listened to that song the whole time nice. i love it i messed yeah. with a young boy
0: so i kind of i kind of perked up when you said that yeah all right any Luke, you
1: said country. Any Luke Combs? He's obviously an app. He's an app guy. Have you had any, any run-ins with him,
2: or, or is he in the headphones at all on that walk to the meal? Yeah, he's definitely in the headphones. I wish he was one of the reasons I came here too. I thought I was going to see him. <laughs> I haven't. I've seen him once. I went to his concert in Charlotte, but I didn't even see him for. I thought he was going to be in a locker room every once in a while. Dang, that kind of makes you just. Dis- Point, he's not
1: my wife and i are going he's at uh miller up here in milwaukee in april we're going to that so i guess Amfam field now but uh we should send him this clip come on luke you gotta show up in the locker room once in a while <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely uh i so my question now uh we like i said diaz isn't here he's like a um he's like a huge like film critic type guy big movie guy I'm somewhere in the middle. I've seen some of the classics, you know, some of the new stuff, whatever, indifferent. Luke hasn't seen many. He's getting better at it. He hates Up. Can we get your stance
2: on the movie Up first to start? The movie Up, is cool. I like it. It's a little like, I'll throw it. If it's on there and I'm just chilling in my bed, I'll, I'll throw it on and watch it. All right. I love that. I love that. You're a good person. I'm not going to explain myself again, but the,
0: the idea is that the first... You know, that first segment of the couple falling in love and then she gets sick and she dies. That's awesome. But after that, I feel like the movie kind of falls off. And that's my stance. I feel like people remember the beginning and how great it is and then kind of forget the rest of the movie. See? You know, he thought about it. He thought about No. no. There's, a talking, there's a talking
1: dog and then the guy's childhood hero tries to kill it. What are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we say all that to say, Joey Aegs. What's
2: your What's Joey Bombs? What's your favorite movie? Uh, my favorite movie it'd probably be like the earlier Fast and the Furious, Paul yeah. Walker days. Yep, yep, and possibly like the Avengers for sure. Okay, so like kind of Marvel guy. Yep, yep.
0: Oh, Diaz will love that answer. He's going to love that answer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he will. Uh, All right. So we're going to do our bowl games next after our last question. Um, But our last question, Joey, for you is how sick is it to throw a deep ball? Just like, you know, you see the receiver get a little bit of separation. You just let it go 30, 40
2: yards, and you're just like, yep. It's it's cool. I mean, when you drop back, and you just launch the ball in the air, and you just – like me, after I throw it, I just watch the ball in the air, and then I just watch it all the way. And once it lands in the receiver's in hands, it's like, oh, yeah, that that feels good. And just especially if they catch it and keep going, yeah. Or it's like, oh, cool, that that was easy. Is that sorry not to take up another question,
1: but is is it better for like? Do you like the deep ball that gets like taken all the way, or would you have would you rather have the one that um, I think it was uh I think it was Caden had that like kind of like that 15 yard post hit him in the chest and then he
2: takes it 70 to the house the deep balls is, is is prettier but when you throw it shorter it's kind of just cooler watching them like make people miss and then start running so i'd say like the deep balls is, is like prettier to watch but like the short stuff it's, it's cooler to watch because they doing what they got to do to to go score so
1: all right i love it well hey This has been, like I said, I've said it once, I've said it twice, I'll say it a million times. Ninth in the country in passing yards. Third in the country in passing touchdowns. Second team Sunbelt all-conference quarterback from my App State, our App State Mountaineers, Joey Aguilar. Joey Bombs, thank you so much, man, for coming on. This has been awesome. My nerves, I'm now no longer nervous, so... Hopefully we can get you on before next year,
2: uh, now that we know each other a little bit and, and we'll go from there. Yes, sir. I appreciate you I appreciate you guys having me on here. Hey, not so fast. Yeah.
0: All right, you just heard from App State quarterback Joey Aguilar. We'll see if we we'll see if we take his game hop. It's App State in Miami. We'll see if anyone's got a pick for it. We'll be doing our bowl game picks uh in a little bit. But first we'll recap. The weekend that was, and first of all, bitter congratulations to Jaden Daniels, the Heisman Award winner uh, in 2023. We got into it a little bit on uh, Saturday Night Hop. I'm gonna say this: I had a few beverages in me, so I was, you know, I was, I was trying to trying to get your goat a little bit there. You, uh, you did, you did. Congrats with Daniels winning the Heisman, uh, and my Army over or my Army under losing uh, in horrific fashion. You were like, you're just mad because Knicks didn't win and Army. Well, I went over and I was like, "Yes, that is true," um, but it was deserving. I mean, you wrote the article. Jane Daniels was fantastic this year. And as much as I want to, you know, maybe point out that he put up some big numbers against Georgia State and Army, I won't. I'll be the bigger guy. But uh, congrats to Jane Daniels.
1: Yeah, I uh, look. Uh, it's tough because I think I think both things of like Penix leading his team. Right? Like, I mean. Right, the the game-winning touchdown against Oregon, and then obviously having them in this spot um, to beat them a second time as well. Like obviously, the numbers are some of the best in the country. Obviously, he led the country, I believe, in passing yards. Um, for what was it thirty-three uh, in our interview with uh, Ryan Aguilar total touch uh, pass down uh, touchdown passes. Ryan so, Aguilar, wow. What did I say? You said Brian's. Oh, Joey Ags. Sorry, I don't know why I went. Ryan Aguilar is actually a, a kid I went to high school with, but uh I believe. But uh yeah, so um thirty-three passing touchdowns and the, the wins obviously. Uh I think you're I think your uh I think your bet in general was the right one. I mean, Nick's was a great bet. Um he probably had the best numbers. I mean, Dan- Daniels with the rushing yards helped, but I think uh I think even Nick's almost had more uh total touchdowns. It was close, maybe like two was the difference, but yeah, this I think this is like the committee kind of felt like the same thing as the Devontae year where they were like, "Oh, let's give it to somebody who's not a quarterback or like who's not supposed to like win it." And then we will say like, "Oh, see, we're not just picking the quarterback on a team with the best record."
0: Yeah, I've just kind of been thinking about this all week, and maybe it's me. I don't know what it is, but I just feel like the Heisman has lost a lot of luster lately. Like it just it doesn't feel the same. Like I look at the Heisman House commercials and I'm like, it doesn't feel like we're getting those types of guys anymore. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. I think the transfer portal for sure. I mean, Daniel's, you know, it's from Arizona State. Now he's at LSU. You know, Williams won it. He was at Oklahoma first. So it's not like the Tim Tebow's or the Reggie Bushes that are at their schools for three, four years anymore. Maybe it's that. I don't know. But it, like the ceremony itself doesn't really move me anymore.
1: Yeah, I, it's definitely not. I don't. I mean, you know, some of those years in there, like you mentioned, you know, kind of like that, the Mariota Jameis years, um, obviously being a little bit younger, I was like, that was like appointment television. I don't think I've actually watched the ceremony since the Devonta one. So three years now. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of luster and I think there's a lot of political play. I mean, like, you know, or, you know, political in a, in a sports media, uh, sense of the word, um which sucks I think I think everybody outside of the media thinks the media sucks um so like I mean even like Joey Aguilar I mean top 10 in passing yards and touchdowns but the offensive player of the year and the player of the year award in the Sunbell went to the guy went to the quarterback on the best team um which I mean that, that's kind of crazy in my opinion in my opinion like you're not really picking the best player in that in that aspect not that not to take anything away from McCloud himself but uh, that's obviously like a minor uh, example of, I think, a larger problem. Like the Bolitnikov, I am still fired up about Marv winning the Bolitnikov over over a neighbors and Odunze.
0: No, I'm I'm with you on that actually, um, and so there's other guys in there too. Maybe Oregon receivers that also maybe should been in the mix there. Uh, <laughs> boy, you know, I- hey, no, you yeah, hey, you were you were beating the Troy Franklin uh, drums since a
1: couple weeks ago, and you you yeah. deserve credit for that.
0: And again, maybe this is nostalgia, but I'm just looking at the old, you know, Heisman winners from O five, like Reggie Bush, Troy Smith, Tin Tebow, Sam Bradford, Mark Ingram, Cam Newman, RG three, Johnny Manziel, and then, you know, Jameis, Mariota, Derrick Henry. I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. And, and you know, obviously Burroughs won it and Lamar's won it and you see these guys succeeding in the NFL and that's cool. Um, but I I don't know. I don't know what it is exactly.
1: I mean, there's definitely I think um I think there's something I don't know if maybe it's like the COVID era of things. Like, obviously, we're, we're pretty much past that at this point. I mean, we're full swing in, in athletics and that kind of stuff. But, yeah, this post-COVID era is like, I don't know. It's just, I, Maybe we're old. Maybe it. Maybe everything magical has gone. I uh, mean, my wife and I were talking about how Christmas used to be awesome and now <laughs> it kind of stinks. I mean, we're putting out for a four-year-old, which is great. But I don't know. There's something something in the water or something has changed.
0: We're um, just old and and you know
1: just haters. The magic's gone. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, truthfully, but yeah, I, I don't know. There's this weird, there's this weird divide, and like, and like even I think it's the Ray guy or the Luke Rosa. Um, actually, I think the Bolitnikov does too. Uh, social, like you can go vote on their website for the award winner. I've always thought fan voting sucks because you can just overload if you want. Um, but yeah, like either way, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, the award season is slowly getting uh, like worse and worse. and I, the, the justifications for it aren't good enough.
0: I was thinking about this too with the Heisman with gambling being so legalized and so out there now. I wonder if that hurts it too because like you know who's gonna win already because like JD Daniels is a heavy favorite, like you okay, he won. Like, there's no way the odds are going to be that way. And then, you know, Penix is going to win. Like, they're not going to do that. So I think that's part of it, too. And also just watching it just change week to week was kind of infuriating. We see with the NFL, too, where it's like, oh, the dude has a good primetime game. Okay, he's he's the Heisman frontrunner. It's like, okay, Bo Nix goes on a great run. I'm feeling great about my ticket. And then all of a sudden, you know, Daniels puts up the seven against Georgia State. It's like, well, it's over now. And, I mean, I think part of it for me this year, too, is I like that they're not just giving it to the best quarterback on the best team because I think that is, you know, it shows some thinking for sure. But also I do, it does kind of suck that I'm like, man, I wish at least Daniels had, you know, I know like the old Miss game was awesome. And, you know, he had some great games where, you know, his defense let him down for sure. But it would have been cool to be like, oh, well, you know, he led them the SEC championship game and, you know, he beat Alabama in a shootout, which again, not his fault. I just, I feel like that kind of is part of what's lacking for me too yeah we didn't that's actually good I mean I think you make a really good point with both of those things
1: between gambling and no real like Heisman moment uh this year I think I mean I would like the list of guys that you said I I, like a highlight flashed in my head like some of the most iconic plays in, in in the landscape of college football like popped into my head you know Reggie against Fresno with the behind the back and crossing midfield and and, you know, RG3 being on the cover of NCAA, whatever it was, 12-13, and some of his highlights. Yeah,
0: Manziel against Bama. Yeah, exactly. Highlights in that. I mean, even thinking back, like, I know it was a loss, but, like, Lamar against Clemson in that game, you could even be like, man. Like, you know? And, and again, Daniels played great. I'm not taking away from him. I, I, I do think he deserved it at the end of the day. Um, especially, you know, you look into the deep numbers with Bo Nix. It's like, you know, a lot a lot of receiver out there for sure. wasn't throwing... The heck out of the rock, but it I was just, definitely yakking. Yeah. A lot of yakking going on, but uh certainly interesting. But again, I I was I was mostly messing with you on Saturday. I Daniels had the better numbers. Um, but I you know, I'm gonna fight for my guy that I have a plus two thousand ticket for. That's just how it goes.
1: Hey, I would it's it, and you know what? It's it's the same way here, right? It's it's a mutual understanding of the tickets.
0: Yeah. And I'm really kicking myself that I didn't hedge with Daniels earlier. I, I did hedge out and made even, but it was like Plus 150 by the time I got to it, And I was like, "That was I just I could have got like 600." It's just ah, whole, whole mess, whole mess. Um, but it felt all year like it was gonna be like, "Oh, whoever wins Panics versus Knicks is gonna win it," but they didn't do that. They actually gave it to Daniel, so small credit there, I guess. To the
1: and the- is kind of weird that that there wasn't. Well, and uh, you know, maybe it's a credit to to how the, that game went. Like, I mean, if Knicks brings them back. Not to not to like yeah. solve the wound, but like if Knicks brings him back, makes a great play, great throw, has a Heisman moment, we could be totally sitting here and you could be Richard. No. <laughs> okay, not to, to solve the wound, but yeah, just no Heisman moment. And like you said, I mean, just yeah, the way the way that that game ended up, both teams, I think, I mean, the final was like 31, 20 something
0: or whatever, but
1: it was still not really. It was a good game, but it wasn't a great game.
0: Yeah, no, it wasn't. I mean, what was the over? It was like 67 or like it it was to be a ton of points. And we kind of, you know, it was kind of lacking. So I get that. Yeah, Washington just kind of took charge right away and then just like didn't give it up, luckily. Yeah. And then, of course, the other game over the weekend, Army-Navy. Probably the best Army-Navy game we've had uh, in quite some time. Navy stuffed at the goal line. Um, I'm happy because actually I ended up taking Army in the game as well. So I was like, okay, Okay. or every under, like that would be a crazy double winner to get the stuff at the goal line, which Navy shouldn't even come back in that game, but somehow they did. The over should have never been in play, but it was. (laughs) Um, And then Navy, you know, people say smart football play. You take the safety, you take the win. Um, But it crushed a lot of people, including me. And I'm, you know, you guys called me a coward for taking the under. I think that makes me a true patriot, but that hurt me. That hurt me a lot. Unfortunately,
1: we don't have our own, uh, our own water boy uh in Diaz here with us I uh, studying for finals uh to talk about the the history of of you know Army Navy and whatever and talk about prisoner exchanges but um uh, yeah no that was tough it, it was it, I don't know how because like the Army Navy under should be one of the most American things in sports and sports gambling. Um, but however, inherently I think the over is like the most, like one of the more American things. So it's kind of a struggle. It was, it was the perfect balance. It's the Thanos with the thing on his finger. Um, <laughs> meme. but yeah, a safety after getting stuffed at the goal line when like seemingly like if you why take, why take the safety? I mean, I guess you, could you not just like sneak it? I guess. The, I know. Like that's your specialty. Is like, yeah, like yeah, exactly, right. Like, I guess the theory would be fumble, but like, how many fumbles? How many snap fumbles?
0: Yeah, and do? I saw Josh Allen do it against the Vikings last year, so it's certainly possible. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But no, it was so I was uh I was out to dinner with a with a bunch of friends for my wife's birthday, and she's like, <laughs> "Why are you, Why are you on your phone so much?" I'm like, "Listen, babe, we like we got we got the under to hit in this game." Uh, And my friend was sitting on the opposite side and he's like, it's over. Like, I'm like, really? Like the whole, the score held? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, sweet. And then I check and and, you're you like, I'm so sorry, Luke. And I'm like, what do you mean? And the safety happened. And I mean, bad guy. I won't call him out, but my friend's a bad guy for telling me to get my final. And I'm like, wow, double winner for your boy. And I'm I'm dead in picks. I'll just be honest. I'm dead. I'm buried. Um, (laughs) It's a disappointing year for me for sure.
1: I, you know, it's tough. I mean, you know, could have gotten, a, you know, maybe a round for the table if, if they don't, if they just yeah. lean forward instead of take the safety. I'm so sorry, Ash, birthday probably ruined. Yeah. I'm sure you were, I'm sure you were a delight. I'm sure that. I ruined it before
0: then. <laughs> <laughs> love
2: that. <laughs> but no, I'm, yeah.
0: again, like if you're in, you have to have better gambling etiquette if you're my friend. Like you, you can't say final when it's not final, you know? And yeah. It's it's tough. And I watched most of the game and you know, we left in about the fourth quarter and I was feeling pretty good about myself. So that, that was rough. But I I will say just the the environment of the game, the pregame stuff, like it is one of the, the cooler games to watch all year for sure.
1: I uh I, I would like to walk back the take um a little bit on Navy. It's a half walk back, it's like a little skip. Uh helmets were sick for sure. Yeah. Jerseys were a little
0: No, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I agree. All right.
1: All right. Gladly, we, glad we've come to a patriotic uh, uh, mutual agreement there. Yeah, that army
0: quarterback's a baller too, by the way. Rice and sick name, except for the sun part. Yeah, except for the sun, the sun part. Daily. Yeah, he, he's he's a big dude. Like he was reminding me of like when Josh Allen runs the ball, just like a big goofy white dude that's hard to root <laughs> down. And we were both. I mean, we were both kind of wrong about Navy. They didn't have the season that we were expecting, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately. But there's always next year.
1: Uh, Ty, I thought Ty Lava Ty was gonna be like so good, and the defense was eh, and like that, that. It was, I don't know why. I mean, the first game of the year, the game in uh, Ireland was like the like culmination of like what the what the year ended up being for them. And I should have just like wrote them off. Obviously, we ended up writing them off quickly, anyways. But yeah, we were we were so high on Navy. I was I was wondering. I think. I think in these ne- uh, next week, maybe uh, or whatever, depending on our schedule, I want to do the. I'm going to get everything together from kind of our
0: preseason. Yeah, stuff. the the old takes exposed episode. Yeah, um, so there's some good ones in there. Yeah, I've, I think I've got all my stuff written down too, so hopefully I can I can help out with that. But um, we'll move into uh, bowl season. We've got our bowl picks. We're each making six of them. Uh, Diaz not here. I will. I'll I'll read off Diaz's picks first, and we can roast them. Want um, but- to do the standings? You don't want to do the standings. Standings, <laughs> big hopper, first place, twenty six. Come on, fifty six point fifty two percent. You've been on a tear lately. I mean, you started off a little bit slow, um, and just just tearing the cover off the ball lately. It's it's been impressive to watch. I'll tip the cap to Diaz won't, but I will because I'm I'm in last. I can't say anything.
1: Yeah, and we said it's uh, it, this is like uh, not inside baseball, kind of more inside jokey, but. I normally send this, I update the standings, I have the spreadsheet, and I normally send it to the group after the week, either Sunday night or, like, Monday morning. And uh, I, 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 on purpose, did not send it to the group chat. I just sent it to Luke for him to to do this part so that Diaz, despite us knowing he wasn't going to be on the show, I didn't even want him to get a look at those standings because I'm a good friend at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, so good for Diaz. Or for you, I should say, not for Diaz. Um, he's in second place. He's 22, 22, and two. So, perfect five hundred across the board. Um, don't need to talk about. Me. Actually, though, you look at me twenty twenty five and one forty four point forty four percent. Syracuse's lucky number. Fran Brown two four star commits last night. So maybe things aren't all bad for me.
1: <laughs> it's been written in the stars. Two zero twenty and twenty five. Hey, maybe that's when you'll twenty twenty five
0: season. Look out, Luca. Yeah, first, first ring. See, that's what's gonna be tough because you know, next year if, if you hold on to this lead, it's gonna be you and Diaz like, Hey Luke, you ever won the ring? And it's no, I haven't. I really haven't. I also really put myself in a pickle uh financially
1: because I bought I bought the ring last year and on the ring it says twenty twenty two is
0: it Saturday at Gambler of the Year. Oh, so it's not a it's not a traveling ring?
1: No, it's not traveling. It's gonna be a yearly thing. I, I put myself into that corner.
0: Damn, uh, uh, please finance us. <laughs>
1: Uh, if you're a local company who would like to sponsor like college football podcasts, you're-
0: Listen, I have a proposed rule for next year, last place pays for the ring. But again, next year, like, we can't start this now. Yeah, no, God, no. You <laughs> want to invoke rules this late? <laughs> no, you, you can't do that. that. <laughs> God, that could God. be- that could be an idea though for next year. That'd be that'd be I fun. I
1: kinda love that idea. It's seventy five. It's not like Okay, yeah, yeah. And I think they do like that uh shop pay,
0: shout out Shop Pay if you guys wanna Yeah, you be like four install three three dollars a month for the next yeah, exactly. ten year. You can get the Otani contract on the ring. <laughs> you know, you pay ten cents and then in twenty fifty two you're paying the you know, you're paying an extra hundred dollars. But
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh <laughs> I love uh, that. I'll run through Diaz's picks here, though. Uh, good luck on your finals, Diaz. Finals week, Mass Maritime. Shout out to the boys. Uh, he's got JMU minus three in the Armed Forces Bowl against Air Force. Uh, he's 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 like a crazy, I wish he was on here to answer to that pick, but whatever. That's that's his two loves going at it right there with the uh, Air Force and JMU. He's also got uh, Georgia minus 14 in the Orange Bowl over Florida State. LSU minus 10.5. Uh, is LSU, who did LSU play? Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. They're playing Wisconsin. That's uh, why I said I hate you to the group chat when
1: he said those our picks.
0: Okay. It was really close to when he said he wasn't going to be on the show tonight, so I didn't know exactly what you're referencing. Oh, yeah. But he's got LSU over Wisconsin. Then he's got Rutgers plus uh, minus or 2.5 against Miami. He's got Oregon minus 16 uh, in the Fiesta Bowl over Liberty. And then he's got, of course, Notre Dame minus 8.5. Uh, they're playing Oregon State, and Sam Hartman's not playing. So, here, okay, here's the thing, Hop. So some of these lines have moved since he sent this this morning. Do we give him the benefit of the hour, or do we make him keep his number? Because Notre Dame's now six and a half.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> I don't know that he makes a bet with the Hartman, so I think we've got to give him the six and a half. I think right. since it's like – I think we can be okay in that, in that respect because – like, I, I, you know, it was, like, four hours later. Yeah. That being said, he's going to have to have the foresight with Daniels and neighbors probably not playing. So I like the 10.5 number if you're a Badger supporter.
0: Cool. But That's, We'll give him. And then also Rutgers is not 1.5, not 2.5. Plus. Mm. Yeah. So I might have to change the number. I know the rules are whatever we, we are, when, whatever they are when we record is usually what we take, so... Hmm. Yeah,
1: wait. So ND, oh yeah, because they're minus eight and a half. Yeah, I think Oregon's also at eighteen and a half now. I don't. Diaz was just making up numbers. I don't know where these numbers came from. <laughs> I think. Um. Oh man, that's tough. Wait, or what was Oregon at previously? He has sixteen. I don't know where he got the number from, but he has sixteen. Especially because Bucky Irving, like an hour before we started recording, said he's declaring for the draft. So I oh, assume. Interesting. I would assume he's then not playing. Oh, next is playing though, which is also interesting. Oh well, maybe that made the number jump. I think, you know what? I think this has to be. Give him six and a half for Notre Dame. Give him the current numbers for the other ones. I think that's fair.
0: Yeah. All right. So I'll yeah I'll, I'll re up the uh, the updates, but that's who Diaz is rolling with. Um, go to Twitter. You'll you'll get all the right numbers. But he's got James Madison, Georgia, Rutgers, LSU, Oregon, and Notre Dame. Hop leader in the clubhouse.
1: Yeah. um, I was looking today because obviously I knew I had to make picks today and we're doing six like we did last year. Um, And
0: I went through the games my first time and I picked six exactly. So that's what I'm sticking with. Also, shout out. I want to just do a quick shout out to Stucky from Action Network for putting together the uh, I hear an article with full opt out injuries and transfer portal tracker, which is, I mean, huge. If you're going to be betting on these games, if you're going to be picking these games, be sure to know who's in and who's out because that's Obviously, a huge factor in these lines. We've already seen Sam Artman's already moved the Notre Dame line two points. And I'm sure things are going to change, and we're going to get screwed because we're making these picks on December 11th. But that's, I guess, the luck of the draw for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: Obviously, my first pick, uh, first day of bowl game, Saturday the 16th, this Saturday. I, I've totally forgot This is game week for Aggs, yeah. Joey Bombs, who we just had on. Uh, App State minus six.
0: Love it. Uh, I, I was going to make this pick, and I'll tell you this, Hop, five and a half. Woo! loved it at six. I'll take the half point. Um, but yeah, I, I like that pick a lot. I was I was thinking about making, it, and the reason I didn't was because I got I'm like I gotta catch Hop. I know he's taking it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away.
1: Yeah, no disrespect. I just don't know if Avion is in or out right now. I'm gonna operate under the transfer portal assumption that he's not gonna be playing, um, especially with like nothing said. Uh, on game week here So uh, yeah I'm going to take App there Alright next I, I'm going direct against uh, Our boy I This is going to be on the assumption That McLeod uh, And Kalen Black don't play for JMU I'm going uh, Air Force I think they win the game outright But plus three I believe should be the number Yes sir Awesome love that I got Georgia State to pick them
0: Who are they playing Oh, nice. You didn't even, uh, didn't even write it down?
1: Nope, didn't write it down. I saw Georgia State as a pick I felt in
0: the gut. Utah after. State.
1: Yeah, no, that's, their quarterback left to join the Marines, Levi Ty, Levi Thomas?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, I got- I forgot about that story. That's why I left. I forgot that he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to the military. See ya. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going to be a Marine. Um, all right,
1: fourth pick here, I should say. Um... Right, one, two.
0: Well, how did I miss? No. Three, three so far. We've got at minus five. Oh, and half yeah. I only took five. I thought I took six. Okay, anyways. Uh, Oklahoma
1: State, what's the line against AM? I have Oklahoma State. I think they're going to win this ball game outright as well. I think six, five and a half was the number, maybe.
0: They're now plus three. I
1: don't know what changed. Okay, that works. That's probably more correct. That's. <laughs> Cause Air Force money line and Oklahoma State money line is close to number. I should have been smarter. Than. This one's not going to make people happy. Mizzou minus two and a half.
0: I love that pick. <laughs> Ooh, do you? I'll say that. <laughs> okay, okay. Um,
1: is what's the LSU Scott's number? Eleven. Ten and a half. Eleven. It went up half a point. Oh Give yeah. Eleven. Give me eleven. Fickle. Vickle knows in the Midwest, bowl games mean a lot. Um, it would be a, an exclamation point to the season if he could go beat LSU, even if it's without Daniels. I'm going to bank on neighbors at least being out. Um, and then obviously Mordecai needs to put more on tape with this being his last year. So I uh, know Braylon is going to suck, but uh, Acker, uh, Acker, Acker, the kid from Verona, about 10 miles that way. From your boy, uh, I think he'll be fine. And Kate Yakamelly,
0: also in that backup running back role. All right, there it is, Hop. So, at Air Force, Georgia State, Oklahoma State, Missouri, Wisconsin. Uh, no one cares about my picks. I guess fade me, but here we go. Um, <laughs> oh, that was sad. How about this? First game of bowl season, got to have a pick. Georgia Southern, minus 3.5 over Ohio in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Um, sorry, Curt- but Curtis works in the portal. Um, and I believe their backup is probably not going to play either. So Ohio State or Ohio is in a bad spot right now. Um, third Georgia's third QB. Yeah, and uh, I think he has like sixty yards passing this year. Is um, that the kid that played against San Diego State? It is. Let's see. That's absolutely drag a guy in the dirt. Here. No, CJ Harris. He's out. It's Parker Navarro, um, who is leading the Canadian p- kid. Right? Is he the Canadian kid or no? Oh yeah, I think he. Is. I think you're right. I think that's the kid that Curtis was talking about. But he, uh, they'll be without their starting quarterback Curtis Rourke, starting receiver, starting running back, and backup running back. Yeah, and Bangura is in the portal, right? Yes, as is their starting yeah. wide receiver Miles Cross. Um, so I think, uh, I think Bangura would look really good in red and white, but that can be a thing for another time. So I will take Georgia Southern minus three and a half. They've got all their guys playing. Um, they love to sling the rock around. They lost to Buffalo last year, so this is a little bit of Mac revenge for them in the bowl that's game. True. Um, I like j State minus three over Louisiana in the New Orleans.
1: <laughs> you know, you're getting them all out right away, huh?
0: Yeah. What do you want me to do? I oh, we keep talking about the Ohio-Georgia Southern game? No, oh, you're just, saying, we're, oh, we're first. It's on the first day, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I went a little crazy on Saturday, but I want I want to get back in this thing, and we'll do it on Saturday. I just think j State's very motivated. They want to be in this game. Louisiana missed their win total by game, so I'm kind of pissed at them. That's the rationale. j State minus three um georgia tech plus four and a half over ucf that is next friday the gasparilla bowl i just think georgia tech's fired up to come in and win this game um they've got brent keys got them playing well um why am i blanking haynes king that's his name uh he's playing so i like that a lot ucf up and down um i think georgia tech's gonna win that ball game Uh, another team i think is to be very motivated to win their bowl game arizona minus three over oklahoma in the alamo bowl of course dylan gabriel's out uh, Oklahoma kind of a little messy. Arizona's got most of their guys playing, and I think this is one of those teams that wants to... They want they want that extra stamp on their season beating a team like Oklahoma. Jed Fish,
1: I mean, he's been awesome. I think I think you're right. I think they're going to come in a lot more fired up. Gabriel to Oregon. Uh, should be an interesting one next year.
0: Yeah. Um, I Listen, I was a Dylan Gabriel guy this year. I was a Bo Nix guy, so maybe I still stay with Dylan Gabriel. Um, but I don't know. He's... He's a little much for me with with all the the moving, but uh, I'm with you. Hop I got Missouri minus two and a half over a. Let's go, come on. Ohio, Ohio State's got everyone out. Uh, Missouri drink wants to end Schrader's last game. I just I think they really wanna, they want to. They really would love to win a game like this over Ohio State. It just bowl game for me is just like pick the team that feels like they're going to be way more motivated.
1: Yeah, who has who has more more actual starters on the squad and who wants it more? That team is usually going to you show up.
0: Yeah. And speaking of which, my last pick is going to be Wyoming minus three uh, over Toledo. Daquan Finn is in the transfer portal. And also for Wyoming, uh, this is this is a coach sendoff game. Their head coach, Craig Bull, announced he will retire after the bowl game. Um, they were in this bowl last year against Ohio. I think they want to go out and win this one. Um, portal, watch for Toledo. Uh, Finn, like I said, is in the portal. Also, their starting left guard is in the portal. Uh, Their stud cornerback, Quinion Mitchell, also might be out. So I like Wyoming a lot in this game. Um, Repping Josh Allen, I've got the Wyoming hat. uh, And I'll be watching Barstool Bowl. So shout out to Barstool Bowl, and I'll be taking uh, Wyoming minus three as my final pick. There you go. Um, Do you want to do a little Q's minute? Only minus three against South Florida, kind of
1: a U versus producer Liam situation.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, I guess a quasi-road game with the game being in Boca. Um, But I think... I think Garrett Schrader wants to ball out. It's you know his last game with with the Orange. He's had a pretty solid career. I think his arms feeling better. I was thinking about taking the Q's. I can't lie. I feel good. I feel like the vibes are really high right now. Being here, like seeing guys flip from Georgia from Georgia and Texas A and M to Syracuse is like pretty mind blowing for me. And Fran Brown has got a stranglehold right now in the Northeast. Uh, so watch out, Rutgers. We're taking your recruits. Um, but no, I'm <laughs> I'm really excited about this new chapter. Hop. I can't lie. Like I didn't know what to expect, but like. He basically has assembled the Avengers Endgame of recruiters, and that's that. They're just hitting, they're in the ground running, and I love it.
1: Our friend Colt Snyder earlier this morning posted a picture of the Heisman Trophy with the uh, in the Q's facility earlier today. So that's kind of got the eyeball emoji on that
0: one, huh, buddy? Yeah, and they, you know, they had a hibachi dinner inside of the Carrier Dome, and all the recruits were posting like, "Yo, I've never seen anything like this." So I'm pretty, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty fired up for that. Uh, and, and they
1: said some of the me. I, uh, how do I want to word this? Some of the media, some of the media said that they didn't think these kinds of resources could be could be brought to Q's and that maybe his fandom was waning. I mean,
0: their fandom. I don't remember that part, but no, no. I mean, it's true. I didn't think so, but I mean, from what I've seen so far, it seems like Q's is, wants to be committed to football. And Fran Brown said a lot of things. You know, never going to leave. We hear that a lot. Um, but he said he wants to give a good 10 years, and he's gonna retire and be with his daughter. So if if those 10 years bring me, you know, some some 10 win seasons, maybe an ACC championship appearance, like I'll take it. I'm not asking for much. I'm not asking for much. I know. Um, I know we're trying to get
1: away from this thing, but I, a little guys talking Western Kentucky squad plus to ODU.
0: Do we have a, Do we know if our boy Reed if we're gonna get one more Oscar Reed game? I believe he is playing. I, I saw. Um, what what is a receiver's name? Man, Corley. Corley. I was gonna say Corky and sound like an idiot. <laughs> I think he's he's up in the air right now, but I believe Austin Reed's gonna play.
1: Okay, okay, I I can take that. And then, okay, I have one more thing. Um, two years ago, Utah State, Oregon State. Money line, Oregon or Utah State. I gave the pick out to you, Luke. We rode, we rode hard.
0: That might have been the day like we really bonded. Like, I think that was the turning point for, you know, we were always boys, but like that. I mean, when your boy gives you, like, hey, listen, we're doing this thing, like that's, you know, that's a lot. That means a lot to me.
1: I think they were touchdown underdogs. It was like plus 230 somewhere in there. Last year, I gave you Coastal Carolina and they gave a really good effort. Grayson McCall got hurt and they gave a good effort. So we're one and one. I got my eyeballs on the game right now that I think I think we need to carry on this tradition. And if we win, we keep going. And if we lose, maybe we kill the tradition. All right. I'm ready for it. Northwestern plus
0: seven against Utah. I love it. I love it. Right, right. How beautiful is that? I mean, everyone's in the portal for Utah. The Northwestern story has been unbelievable this year. i There's only one way to cap it off. I hop, I'm I'm with you, man. It's uh this Saturday, December twenty third is the game. I'm I'm circling it, and I'm, it's I'm 30 p.m. I think that if I remember right, that Utah State was a night game. Yeah, it was like the wasn't it like the Jimmy Fallon Bowl.
1: Yeah, I think it was the Jimmy Fallon like L.A. or Las Vegas Bowl or something. And I think this is this is also the Las Vegas Bowl. We gotta talk. Hold on, we gotta stop the presses. We gotta we gotta confirm here because I mean that's just fate. Uh, if I've ever heard it.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm all in. I think. Yeah, I mean, this is. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Also, we got you know. Up- Another Utah team is involved in the game. It just it feels right. You're right. I think. Uh, let's see that team.
1: Oregon State. It was it was the L.A. Bowl. It was the Vegas Bowl. But out west is nonetheless.
0: Yeah. No, I'm all in. I love it. The, the yearly really. hop touchdown underdog money line play. I love yep. it. There we go. Bye. All in. All in. Um, but that'll do it. That'll do it for us. That'll do it for us. Next week, I think we're going to be doing some yearly stuff, looking back, handing out some awards. Of course, we'll talk some more playoff. As, as those games approach, don't worry, we'll have our previews and our picks for them. Uh, he's Bryce Hopwood. I'm Luke Owens. Shout out Andrew Diaz. Good luck on your finals. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks again, dude. QB, you say his name. Joey Aguilar. I thought you were going to say his nickname. That's fine. Nice. Joey Bombs. Uh, we'll be back next week, though. Thanks for hanging out with us. On as it's Saturday, yeah, follow us on social media, like our TikToks. Hops running the TikTok, give us some love. Uh, follow us on social media, Student Union Sports, and we'll see you guys next week.
2: Not so fast, my friend.
0: <laughs> A podcast presented by Student Union Sports.